0: It's the 2022 World Cup. It's USA's players. Hello and welcome to the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada. I'm Kevin and today we will be looking at USA's squad for the 2022 uh, World Cup. So uh, I am going to give a warning here. A mammoth media cast is ahead. Uh, USA has 69 players on the menu, which I'll talk about a bit later. And we recommend consuming this in smaller bites or else uh, listening to it at higher speeds as I do when I listen to podcasts. But um, this preamble is going to be the same for every media cast we do for players. So those familiar with it can jump to about 3 minutes and 30 seconds when we begin talking about the team. Uh, for those looking for a quick version of this podcast, the Mammoth podcast, you can skip to near the end of the media podcast, I'd say about the last 10 minutes here where we summarise the likely starters and uh, just prior to that with about 20 minutes remaining, we will have some discussion on the squad. Uh, the main issues with the squad, how, how we see their overall strength and uh, player issues to look out for. Uh, We'll put these times in the show notes to help you along, and we'll also be editing this media cast into a shorter version for those who are just looking for more of an overview. Uh, For those looking for a deeper dive, you've come to the right place, we go through the players to explain uh, why we've categorized them the way we do, and we give some information uh, on their soccer history, their bio, and their standing with the squad. So the way we do this is we first go by organizing the players into their designated positions. Uh, Generally, we use websites for that, but I may change a position if they've uh, been playing in another position in tournament after tournament. And it should be noted that anyway, the designations are a bit artificial because players don't always play in their coded positions or in the same position. Nevertheless, it's a good way to organize the discussion here And then we go through the players and we share some of the data we've collected in our files. And using that data, we try to predict how likely the player is to make the team uh, based mostly on their recent participation, but a couple of other factors as well. So we'll categorize them into definite, likely, possible, possible but unlikely, or seems to be off the squad. And we'll also mention big players who have recently retired and make note of any players who are currently injured. We'll try to determine at the end of the podcast uh, which players will be starters and which will be substitutes. Right, and for those uh, following on YouTube, we'll run a very simple graphic where we list the names and you can actually see the names of the players there. And uh, it's the same... Uh, same broadcast for the audio version for the podcast. So we're gonna to try to repeat the names a few times to help listeners familiarize themselves uh, when those players step onto the field. And that's as much as we can do at this point. But as the rosters are being published, we will do an update episode. And that will essentially be going over our predictions and updating them based on the games played between now and then and revealing which players were selected. We'll also do a team update podcast. So keep your eye out for those, uh, probably in early November, early to mid November. And uh, here we are talking about the USA. I have uh, worn a shirt, uh, which is a kind of a close approximation of, uh, of the... Um, okay, it's hopeless. Uh, I have red, white and blue, but on my camera, this looks more like orange. I'm just ashamed that I don't have an American shirt. All right, let's move on with the podcast. And we begin with some takeaways from the previous podcast. So we did a couple of podcasts. Uh, uh, We did a podcast for the Gold Cup um, and then we did a podcast for World Cup qualifying or the uh, Octagon as they call it um and for that one we did one both on teams and on players and we also did an update podcast so those uh those will be in the show notes too so uh takeaways from those podcasts were was that uh, america had uh, a bit of an overload of choices so one of the things we wondered is uh, are they going to Uh, used the players they used in the Gold Cup, which was essentially a B team. Uh, One announcer had said that uh, the players in the Gold Cup would only see one or two of them uh, playing in the A team. And uh, we worried that that would further compound the selection difficulty for the manager. And uh, we'll see as we go through the players and then at the end of the players how this turned out. Uh, we also wondered what would be the fate of the veterans. And uh, none of them really played in the Gold Cup. And uh, were veterans like Michael Bradley, uh, Josie Altidore, to name a couple, uh, are they gonna be on the team or out of the team? Um, especially because the competition is quite tough. Um, yeah, so that really was the the main takeaway from the previous podcast. We we worried that uh, the the manager might have some angry players on his hands, who uh, who are hoping to start or be named to the squad, but because there are so many, there's bound to be some he's going to leave off. Um, so. Uh, Yeah, we'll come back to this at the end and see how it turned out. Uh, It'll be evident kind of as we go through the players. Uh, As far as formations go for the USA, um, they have primarily gone with a 4-3-3 formation. Oops, I didn't prepare the graphics properly here. So uh, this was actually the Gold Cup here. And in the Gold Cup, they went with a 4-3-3 in the first game. And then they switched to a 3-4-1-2 for the second and third game. Uh, The first game was against Haiti, and the second game was against uh, Martinique, so maybe because it was an easy team. Uh, But that doesn't jive with game three, which was against Canada. That was a B-team game, and uh, they probably wouldn't consider Canada easy like Martinique. Um, Anyway, nevertheless, uh, they continued on with a 4-3-3 and uh all right well um in the world cup qualifying matches it's uh quite simple um uh, all games were the same formation with the same four three three formation. so uh sticking with that formation uh throughout world cup qualifying and in fact even in their uh friendlies at home so Um, I'll just uh, put these here. They had uh, a friendly at home against Morocco and a friendly at home against Uruguay. Um, And those were both 4-4-3s. And they had a Nations League game against uh, Granada. And they had... um, a Nations League game away in El Salvador, so it was at home to Granada, and away to El Salvador, and those were both four-three-three-two. So not uh, much variation in the USA lineup there: four defenders, three uh, midfielders, and uh, three forwards. Even the four, uh, yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, sometimes it looks like more like a four-three-one-two. But that's pretty much the same thing rather than a center forward. It would be kind of an attacking midfielder in the middle. But um, uh, 4-3-3 is what to keep in mind for the U.S. Okay, let's begin with the squad, uh, going through the squad. And we begin with the manager, Greg Berhal- Beerhalter. Greg Berhalter, sorry. So, uh, Greg Berhalter... Um, uh, started managing the US team in 2018 and before that he was manager of Columbus Crew in the USA for uh, five years and uh, he was also a player for the USA from 1994 to 2006 and he earned 44 caps. So he played actually um, um, uh, for LA Galaxy at the end of his career but for a couple of smaller German teams. Uh, and Crystal Palace in uh, England, Sparta uh, Sparta Rotterdam in Netherlands, and um, started his career in the USA, actually, at North Carolina uh, University there. So he himself participated in the 1995 Copa America and the uh, Confederations Cup in 1999, and he also played in the 2002 uh, World Cup. Um, uh, where he appeared uh, only in games four and five. So he was a substitute there. As far as being a manager goes, uh, he was, oh, he was also in the 2006 World Cup, but was just on the bench for that one. Uh, as far as being a manager goes, he he guided them through the 2019 uh, Gold Cup, um, where they lost in the final to Mexico, and the recent 2021 Gold Cup, where they won in the final against Mexico. So Greg Beerholter, uh, it's doubtful that they'll change him now, although there have been a few grumblings about him, um, uh, largely because um, he hasn't settled on a, on a starting lineup. All right, let's take a look at goalkeepers. Uh, so I'm just gonna go through the names here. And uh, we have as a definite candidate, Matt Turner. And as a likely candidate, Zach Steffen. And as a possible candidate, Ethan Horvath and Sean Johnson and David Okoa as possible. And then as a a player who seems to be off the squad, um, uh, Bill Hammett. So he has been, uh, in the picture enough that we consider him a very outside possibility. It probably means that he's played with the team or being called up for the team since 2020. Um, that That is kind of a, a division point uh, that we use when we're deciding whether to put them on this list or not. All right, so Matt Turner, um, he was the starting goalkeeper in the uh, 2021 Gold Cup, but as I said, they did bring a B team to that cup, and so he really was uh, uh, not in the picture before that. In fact, his first cap was in 2021, and he's earned 18 caps uh, uh, since that time, and um, 11 of them coming. Uh, he got 11 uh, starts in their 19 games since the 2021 Gold Cup. And he was on the bench for four and injured for three. So that was actually a bit of a surprise because Zach Steffen was considered the starting keeper. Uh, but Matt Turner kind of continued on for several games into uh, qualifying as the starting keeper uh, until it kind of went went back to uh, Zach Steffen. Now it seems to be uh, kind of balanced between them. But as I said, uh, Matt Turner has... Uh, started the majority of games, so he uh, had played very well in the Gold Cup and he, whether it was through that or through some of the games uh, since then, uh, got a position with Arsenal in England since 2022 and uh, prior to that he was with the New England Revolution uh, for six years. So, in the 2021 Gold Cup, he allowed just one goal over their six games. And um, yeah, obviously made an impression on the coach because he seems to be uh, not only challenging Zach Steffen for the starting position, but seemingly winning that challenge. Uh, Zach Steffen was at. Uh, Manchester United in England so that's a fairly high level affiliation he's been with them since 2019 uh, but this year he's been being loaned out to Middlesbrough in England so a bit of a step down in terms of the uh, status of the club there and he too was with uh, Columbus Crew from 2016 to 19 so uh, he would have been under manager Burhalter. Uh, during that period and otherwise played uh, mostly in the USA, but he did spend two years with Freiburg in Germany from 2014 to 16. And uh, the reason we have him as likely here is that he started uh, only six of their 19 games since the 2021 Gold Cup, and he was on the bench for one. and he wasn't selected for uh, 10 of the games, including the last four matches. So um, at the beginning of qualification, he seemed a starting keeper. Uh, but now he seems to be working his way out of the picture. Uh, he was the starting keeper for the 2019 Gold Cup, but for the 2021 Gold Cup, uh, um, He was not selected. He might have been injured because he had been injured in the lead-up to the Cup. Um, Nevertheless, he didn't play in the Cup and uh, uh, is now just a a likely candidate. Uh, The next three are all possible. Ethan Horvath, he started one of their 19 games since the 2021 Gold Cup, but he was also on the bench for eight of the games. Uh, but not selected for 10 of them. So Ethan Horvath had been with the US national team since 2016, but he's earned only eight caps in that time. And he's also with a Premier League club now, Nottingham Forest, uh, since 2021. And he also played for Club Brugge in Belgium, Club Bruges, perhaps, in Belgium before that, and Molde in Norway. uh, he was uh, selected for the Copa America Centenario uh, in 2016, which America participated in. Uh, there he was on the roster, but he didn't see any action. And since then, he hasn't uh, appeared in any of the Cups. Uh, Gold Cup 2017-19, uh, uh, which he may uh, have been injured for. He had a finger injury at the time. And... Um, and he was on the preliminary squad uh, that wasn't actually given as the uh, reason but some suspected that that was why and then not selected for the um for the gold cup in 2021 either however he has been on the bench recently so That's why we have him as a possible candidate. Uh, Sean Johnson also started one of the uh, 19 games since the 2021 Gold Cup. And he was also on the bench for quite a few, for nine of them, and not selected for nine. So a similar profile to Ethan Horvath since the Gold Cup. Uh, However, he was uh, on the roster for the Gold Cup. We'll come to that when we go over his tournaments. Uh, shortly. Uh, Sean Johnson has been with the team since 2011 but only has 10 caps in that time and uh, I haven't been mentioning age. He's 33 years old. I'll just go back over Ethan Horvath who's 27, Zach Stefan, who's 27 and Matt Turner who's 28. So Sean Johnson is the uh, oldest uh, of them here and he um, He plays for New York City FC in the USA. He's been with the United States teams uh, since um, the beginning, although he does have Jamaican citizenship and was eligible for them. Well, he first appeared in the, the 2013 Gold Cup, so he's been around for a while. But he wasn't He uh, kind of off the team after that for the for the 2014 World Cup and for the 2015 Gold Cup and 2016 Copa uh, Copa America. But he came back in 2017 and has been uh, one of the backup keepers for every tournament since. So 2017, uh, 2019, and 2021. Uh, however, he wasn't the starting keeper uh, in any of those. Um, I think he got a couple of games uh, in uh, there, but uh, not the starting keeper. So, yeah. Um, Uh, the third one is uh, David Okoa. So he's new, he's 21 years old, and he first appeared uh, on the bench in April this year, in April 2022. So he hadn't, he he didn't start any of the six games remaining there, but he was on the bench uh, for three of them. Uh, including the last two matches so always difficult to tell where someone stands with the team when they kind of come in at the end like that uh, he doesn't have any caps then for the USA uh, and he plays the DC United in the USA so uh, he hasn't been um, he's brand new to the team he wasn't even on the preliminary squad for the 2021 gold cup uh, there but uh, has been on the bench recently And finally, Bill Hammett, we won't spend a lot of time on because he's not, um, uh, seems to be off the team. He last appeared for the national team in December 2020. So, um, uh, yeah, he played uh, from 2012 to 2020 um, with eight caps and uh, was in the 2013 and 2017 Gold Cup. Again, a backup uh, keeper, but he wasn't selected recently for the 2019 or 2021 Gold Cups, and hasn't been with the team uh, again since December 2020. All right, so um, those are the goalkeepers. And I'll tell you, um, kind of uh, repeat what I said at the beginning. So Matt Turner started the Gold Cup and uh, continued for five games into the qualification games. And then it was Zach Steffen for three games, Uh, Matt Turner for three games and Zach Steffen for three games after that. Uh, When the friendlies, uh, those two friendlies and those two Nations League games came around, it was um, a real mix. Turner played two of them, Johnson one of them and Horvath one of them. Uh, So Matt Steffen wasn't uh, uh, selected for any of them. So it's very difficult uh, to say who the uh starter was because uh, most would think it's zach stefan but really it looks like it's going to be uh matt turner uh there and one wonders how far uh stefan will kind of drop off the squad because he um he wasn't even on the bench for any of those last four matches All right, moving on to defenders. We do have a category for general or versatile defenders, but we don't have any USA players kind of coded that way. So we move on to central defenders and I'll go through the names first. We have uh, Walker Zimmerman as a definite candidate and uh, Miles Robinson. I'm gonna put him as a definite candidate, but he is an injury concern, which I'll come to. Uh, We have Aaron Long um, uh, as a likely candidate, and we have Cameron Carter Vickers as a possible candidate, and Eric Palmer Brown as a possible candidate. Uh, Also, uh, Chris Richards, uh, well, he was going to be a possible candidate, but he's also an injury concern. And then uh, I'll just uh, go through a couple of names here really because these are all possible but unlikely. Uh, Justin Che, uh, Henry Kessler, uh, Mark McKenzie, uh, Austin Trustee and then um, some veterans Matt miaska who seems to be off the squad. Donovan Pines also seems to be off the squad. Uh, John Brooks seems to be off the squad. And Omar Gonzalez, same, seems to be off the squad. So that is an incredible number of players uh, for those uh, for that position. Uh, actually, probably two positions. Uh, there's usually two, and we saw that they even did go to three uh, sometimes. When they have gone to three, though, uh, they have brought in... Um, they have brought in... Um, uh, Aaron Long, who, who is coded, I think, as a right midfielder. Oh, sorry, as a uh, as a right back. Um, so, despite having all of these players, oh no, he's not coded as a right back. He's coded as a centre back. He sometimes does play as a as a right back. Um, so uh, let's go through these names, but we won't go into detail on all of them. Uh, Walker Zimmerman has started 12 of their last uh, 19 games since the 2021 Gold Cup uh, and was subbed in for two and on the bench for four. So the only match he wasn't selected for was the last match. And he's been with the team since 2017, and he has 31 caps and three goals. He's uh, 28 years, 29 years old. And he plays for Nashville in the USA and has always played for American teams, Los Angeles FC and FC Dallas before that. So his first uh, gold cup uh, was the 2019 gold cup where he uh, started and finished uh, three of the first four games, but then he was relegated to the bench uh, for games five and six. And actually he, he um, no, I'll skip that. Um, for the 2021 so it was considered a B team but he um he was on the team and he was a starter on the team however he uh he got injured 15 minutes into game three against Canada personally I think it should have been a penalty for Canada uh, he kind of ran into the back of the player a uh, back of a player running into the box and they tumbled down he got injured on the play so um uh, he was out for the rest of the tournament. Uh, but he came back and uh, has been starting with the team uh, since there. And we can cons- uh, we consider him a definite candidate. Uh, Miles Robinson also, uh, he started 11 of their 19 games and uh, was suspended for one and on the bench for two. But he was injured for the last four. And uh, it was an Achilles tendon rupture. So that's uh, often a long-term injury. And, uh, you know, given that it was the last four games, that took place in June. So my understanding is that that usually takes about nine months uh, to heal. I'm no doctor. And I have seen it. Uh, I have seen players come back faster. But anyway, uh, it's quite possible he'll be off the team. Um, he plays. He has been with the team since 2019 and has 21 caps and three goals and plays for Atlanta United in the USA. And uh, his first tournament was the Gold Cup in 2021 where he started and finished all five games. So uh, in fact Zimmerman and, and Robinson, uh, even though it was said to be a B team, seemed to have earned um, uh, a kind of a permanent place on the A team uh, through their work in that tournament. Again, the defense just allowed one goal against uh, in that tournament. So, um, uh, yes. Yeah, so, uh, an injury concern, but if he's uh, if he comes back to fitness, we'll have to check in September. So, we'll update this in the update podcast. Uh, Aaron Long is a likely candidate. So he started the last four of their 19 games since the 2021 Gold Cup. And he subbed in for two and was on the bench um, for one of them. But he had been injured for the first nine games. So uh, he might've been used more um, and probably would have been used more had he not been injured. He's been with the uh, USA men's national team since 2018 and has 27 caps and three goals. Uh, And he's 30 years old now. Plays for the New York Red Bulls in USA since 2016 and uh, has always been with uh, uh, American teams there. And he got his uh, first uh, tournament uh, for the 2019 Gold Cup where he started uh, all, all six games uh, except a B-team game there, game three, they put on a B-team game. So uh, Aaron Long, but um, if he was a starter in the central defence, it seems like Walker and Zimmerman took his place. However, he's he's the most likely one to step in if Miles Robinson uh, is injured. And I'll talk a bit about that at the end uh, um Uh, who they've been using recently. Okay, possible candidates, Cameron Carter Vicker. So he actually returned after a three-year absence in June uh, of this year to start two of their remaining four games. And he was subbed in for one and on the bench for one other. So used in all four of those Games, the two Friendlies and the two Nations League games. And he's been with uh, the USA since 2017 and has 11 caps. Uh, he's 25 years old. He plays for Celtic in Scotland, and he was actually with Tottenham in England from 2016 uh, to 2022, although he was loaned out uh, to, to several teams during that time. Uh, including Celtic who he eventually uh, moved to and that's where he is now. Uh, He was born in England, uh, but he hasn't actually made any of the tournaments. So in 2017, uh he hadn't been really involved by that point in 2019 he made the preliminary squad but not the final cut and the same is true for the 2021 gold cup so a bit uh a bit of an outside chance but his recent games uh peak interest and uh, maybe he was used because they're considering a replacement for the injured miles robinson eric palmer brown Uh, returned himself after a 12-month absence in March of this year, Uh, but he didn't start any of the seven games remaining, but he was subbed in for two and on the bench for four of them. So he's been with the team since 2018 and has four caps. He's 25 years old and he plays for uh, Troyes in France and he was actually with Manchester City uh, in England uh, also. Uh, He also has not participated in any tournaments. Again, he was selected to the preliminary squad in 2021, but didn't make it. Uh, Chris uh, Richards uh, started four of their 19 games since the 2021 Gold Cup. He was subbed in for one and on the bench for two besides. Uh, And he was out with various injury problems uh, for the last eight matches. Um, So he's been with the team since 2020 and has eight caps and is just 22 years old and um, he has never participated in a tournament. In fact, he didn't even make the uh, preliminary squad uh, for the 2021 Gold Cup. But he uh, is on the roster for uh, Crystal Palace in England. I must confess I've never actually seen him play. Uh, for Crystal Palace and he was actually with Bayern Munich, a big club in Germany um, before that, but they were loaning him out. So a possible candidate uh, in Chris Richards. His his club affiliations uh, are quite good, but he hasn't actually made the U.S. team. Okay, now we go to the, the possible but unlikely candidates. Justin Che. Uh, Justin Che is with FC Dallas in the USA, but he was loaned to some big clubs in Germany, uh, Hoffenheim and uh, Bayern Munich 2 teams. So he may be an up-and-comer. He didn't start any of their 19 games since the Gold Cup, but he did uh, play a friendly in 2021. So uh, really hasn't been called up to the squad. Henry Kessler is... um, Uh, He started one of their 19 games since the 2021 Gold Cup, but uh, he was injured for for the last four of them and not selected for uh, 14 other games. But he was on the squad for the Gold Cup in 2021, where he appeared uh, only briefly in game six as a substitute. He's with New England Revolution and uh, has just two caps since his first in 2021. Again, a young player, 24 who uh, may um, make inroads into the team? Uh, Mark McKenzie, also possible but unlikely, started three of their um, uh, three of their 19 games, but it was three of the first five. So early on in uh, World Cup qualifying, uh, he was there, and he was on the bench for nine. So actually, I might actually move him up to uh, Possible, Uh, uh, but he wasn't selected for seven matches. So uh, he's been with the USA since 2020 and has eight caps and is just 23 years old. So uh, I actually think I will uh, move him up because that's the main basis for uh, deciding on these things. He actually seems to have a better chance than Eric Palmer Brown there. Uh, But he hasn't been selected for uh, any tournaments so far, so uh, 2019 or 2021. Um, Finally, Austin Trusty. uh, Austin Trusty, um, he did appear on the bench in 2019, then kind of disappeared. And he returned and appeared on the bench just for one of their 19 games uh since the 2021 gold cup where he was uh, selected for the preliminary squad but didn't make the final cut uh i find him interesting because he uh is on the roster for arsenal in england uh that's where matt turner is now and um he's out on loan to birmingham in england but um again a good club affiliation i'm going to talk about that at the end Uh, Usually a good club affiliation affiliation, uh, is helpful for a team to make the team, to make the squad. But uh, that doesn't seem so much the case with the USA. Again, I have a section at the end on that. All right, now we deal with players who are kind of off the team. So Matt Miazga is um, last appeared for the team in June 2021. And he was... uh, on the bench for the 2017 and 2019 Gold Cups, but um, not selected, um, not selected for the 2021 Gold Cup. So again, we'll give more information on him if uh, if he looks like he's making a comeback onto the squad. Uh, Donovan Pines uh, played in the 2021 Gold Cup as a substitute, but he hasn't been called up for the team since then. Uh, John Anthony Brooks is an interesting case. Um, uh, he's a, a real veteran with the squad, but I uh, mean, he, he started two of the first three games after the gold cup. So this is when everyone was thinking they're gonna go back to their A-team and then a lot of the gold cup squad wouldn't make it in. And that seemed to be the case as he started two of the first three games. Um, but he was subbed out at halftime in the, in the game against Honduras, where they went down 1-0 in the first half. That was in Honduras. And he was uh, much criticized, uh, a lot of people feeling he wasn't playing his best for the USA. Uh, so he was taken off at halftime, and that was that. He uh, hasn't made it back to the team uh, since then. So um, John Anthony Brooks was born in Germany and has been playing for very big uh, clubs in the U.S. Oh, sorry, in Europe. He was with Wolfsburg in Germany and Hertha Berlin uh, also in Germany. And um, he played in the 2014 World Cup as a sub and for a couple of tournaments after that. Uh, But then actually wasn't selected for the 2017, 2019 or 2021 Gold Cups. Um now he recently moved to benfica uh, and this was this was after he was kind of dropped from the american team uh, benfica is a pretty big team so i wonder if he uh, if that would help him get back on the team or how that's going to work but it, it looks like a bit of an uphill road for him and it, it's they certainly haven't kind of turned their attention back to him uh, you know, since uh, that would have been last September, uh, September 2021. So John Anthony Brooks seemingly off the squad. Another veteran, uh, Omar Gonzalez, um, was with the team from 2010 to 2019 and had 52 caps, uh, but he's 34 years old now and he last appeared in the 2019 Gold Cup. So... um, um he's been off the team for quite a while he's still active uh, uh, at the club level he plays for he just moved to New England Revolution actually in the USA from Toronto FC and he was with the club in Mexico Pachuca before that uh, so he continues to play on and um, but not for the U.S. national team. So we have a whole lot of candidates there and I'll just summarize by going over uh, how this has gone down. So uh, for central defense, it was Zimmerman and and Miles Robinson in the gold cup. Again, they were expected to be replaced um, uh, when qualifying started and um, actually um, yeah, Zimmerman got injured in the cup and was replaced uh, by uh, sands and um, so it was actually miles robinson stayed on uh, for the gold cup qualification games and it was with tim reams who's usually a left uh, a left back or uh, john anthony brooks as we said uh, but those two didn't last beyond uh, game three and zimmerman came back in in game four and perhaps might have come in sooner uh uh had he not been injured and um uh richards uh chris richards came in for a few games there during qualifying but kind of kind of came in and then disappeared again and it was basically robinson and zimmerman um for most of the qualifying games so that's a fairly settled position uh for the usa However, for the four friendlies, uh, those two friendlies and two Nations League games, uh, Aaron Long replaced Robinson for the last four games, uh, who was injured, of course. Um, But uh, Carter Vicker replaced uh, Zimmerman for the last two games. So perhaps they're trying these guys out as backup or uh, making sure they have a replacement ready if Robinson can't come. But I was a bit surprised, especially with Carter Vicker, Um, uh, coming into the picture um, uh, there because um, that seemed a fairly settled uh, pairing of Zimmerman and Robinson. We'll have to see what happens in the games in late September and and, uh, maybe shed some more light on it. All right, well, let's move on to left backs. Unfortunately, there's not as many Uh, there's not quite as many as there were central defenders. We have Anthony Robinson as uh, a left back, and we code him as a definite definite to make the team. Uh, George Bellow, we have him as possible. And uh, Jonathan Gomez, well, he is not seems to be off the squad, but is definitely off the squad i'll tell you why soon and sam vines seems to be off the squad as does tim ream who we mentioned there um uh when we were talking about central defenders so we'll briefly talk about him so anthony robinson um does seem to have locked down the position of left back. He started 14 of their 19 games since the 2021 gold cup, and he was subbed in for three of those. So only two games he was not selected for. He's been with the team since 2018 and has 28 caps and two goals and is 25 years old. So uh, he plays for Fulham in England and uh, has been with clubs in England uh, actually since the start of his career. It was Everton for four years, Um, no, sorry, it was Wigan um, before Fulham and Everton for four years, 2015 to 19, and Everton's youth club for a long, long time. However, he wasn't born in England, he was born in France. As far as the USA national team goes, uh, he wasn't selected for the um, 2019 gold cup, although he was on the preliminary squad. Uh, nor was he selected for the 2021 Gold Cup. Again, a um, uh, B team uh, supposedly sent to that cup, and he is uh, an A team player. So he looks like he's uh, definitely uh, holding down that position. Uh, challenging him, though, is George Bellow. Uh, George Bello started three of their 19 games since the 2021 Gold Cup and was subbed in for one and was on the bench for eight. So he seems a solid uh, backup. However, there were seven games that he wasn't called up for. And he uh, got his first cap in 2021. So he has seven caps now and is 20 years old. And he plays for uh, Armenia Bielefeld in Germany. That was a recent move uh, this year from Atlanta United where he played for uh, the last three years before that. So he was part of the Gold Cup squad and uh, he um, started two games in that cup including the final and um, yeah, so uh, kind of made a bid uh, uh, for the position, and again, not kind of forgotten once the Gold Cup ended, as some thought they would. He has been making it in, and he looks uh, basically like the backup to Anthony uh, Robinson there, uh, partly because there aren't a lot of players, uh, a lot of players in the position who seem to be challenging him for that role. Uh, Jonathan Gomez might have except uh, he has now um, he has now uh, committed to Mexico so he did play one friendly in December 2021 for uh, the USA uh, but they lost him to Mexico he is just 19 years old uh, and he plays for real Sociedad uh, uh, in Spain the B team uh, in Spain. Uh, Sam Vines was uh, actually the starter in the Gold Cup, uh, but um, he didn't start any of their games since the 2021 Gold Cup and was only on the bench for two. Uh, Maybe his prospects were hampered by being injured for the first six games, uh, and then he was kind of uh, forgotten and not selected for the last 11 matches. So uh, Sam Vines was on the team since 2020. Uh, and has eight caps and one goal uh, and he may come back he's just 23 years old and he plays for royal antwerp in belgium uh, and played in the usa before that uh, for the colorado rapids mostly so as i said he was a starter in the gold cup and um yeah that injury uh, after the gold cup seems to have done him harm uh, now he seems to be off the squad uh, and finally, we have Tim Ream, who was kind of expected to uh, to come back uh, and play in the World Cup qualifiers. And indeed, he did. Uh, he started the first of their 19 games, and then he was on the bench for the uh, for the next couple of those, uh, for the next two, and then not selected for the last 16 matches. So, yeah. Um, um, didn't make an impression on the coach there uh he is a veteran uh being with the team since 2010 and he plays for fulham in england since 2015 he doesn't seem to be a starter on fulham anymore either uh he was with Bol- uh, bolton in england before that and new york red bulls um uh, before he moved over to England so he was a starter in the 2011 Gold Cup not selected for the 2014 World Cup um, and then was kind of on and off the team uh, for the for the Cups after that I won't go through them in detail and um, the 2019 Gold Cup though he was a starter in that and um, was expected to come back and um, but uh, you know, didn't um, didn't last with the team after he did come back. So uh, let's just look at the situation in summary. Um, it was uh, Vines and Bello in the cup, uh, mostly Vines, um, and then it's been mostly Anthony Robinson in qualifying. Uh, a couple of players coming in from different uh, positions. Um, uh, Serginio Desk. Uh, Dest played played as a right defender, right back one time, and uh, Mark McKenzie uh, took a go at it too. And in the last four games, uh, uh, Robinson played three of them, but a new player, uh, Scally, uh, 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 played one game. I'm just, yeah, Joe Scally, although Joe Scally is uh, listed as a right back. So again, uh, kind of trying out a, a new name, uh, in introducing a new name in the uh, in the last four games there, which I wonder with the selection they already have, uh, whether it's a good idea to be introducing more still players. Okay, well, let's move on to right backs. And uh, they have a wealth of talent here. Uh, so I didn't put any of them as definite because... Uh, there are three of them likely and um, you know, I'm not sure that they'll bring three players to the for, for, for this one position in the cup. So the first is Serginio Desk Dest, sorry Serginio Dest, uh, uh DeAndre Yedlin and Reggie Cannon Okay, but also a possible candidate is the one I just mentioned, uh, Joe Scott. Scali, and we also have um, possible but unlikely uh, Shekel Moore. And then we have three candidates who seem to be off the squad, Julian Araujo and Brooks Lennon and Brian Reynolds. Uh, kind of interesting, uh, uh, some interesting details there. So let's go back. He really has a, a selection headache here um which of these players because i'm sure all of them will see themselves as uh starters there so Serginio das they took a lot of trouble uh trying to land him because uh, the netherlands was also trying to woo him uh but the usa won out and uh, they were very happy to do so uh he started six of their 19 games since the 2021 gold cup and he was on the bench for three Uh, But he's been struggling with injury. He he was out with four separate injuries for seven games, and uh, he seemed to recover from those but wasn't selected for the last three matches. Uh, We can view those last four matches kind of all as friendlies because it seemed like uh, the USA kind of treated them that way as as a chance to maybe experiment with uh, some new players. So I wouldn't put too much... um, I wouldn't put too much on him missing the last three matches. Uh, so Serginio Des has been with the USA since 2019, and he has 17 caps and two goals. He is uh, 22 years old. And the reason they were so anxious to get him is because he was with Barcelona in Spain since 2020. Uh, he's currently actually on loan to AC Milan in Italy. So pretty big clubs. And he was with Ajax in the Netherlands uh, there, he came actually through the uh, Ajax youth system and played with young Ajax and and then with the, the senior Ajax team. He uh, wasn't selected for the 2021 Gold Cup, so he hasn't played in a tournament for the USA now. And of course, he'll be anxious to uh, play in the, in the World Cup for them, but we don't have him as a definite. Uh, just as a likely, and that's because of the competition offered from uh, DeAndre Yadlin is one of the competitors for the position. He started six of the 19 games since the 2021 Gold Cup and was subbed in for four and on the bench for five. So there's only four matches that he wasn't called up for uh, recently. And um, believe it or not, I was quite surprised to learn that he is the most senior uh, player among among the uh, the kind of candidates being considered for the club. So he has 74 caps for the team uh, since 2014, which kind of surprised me. Um, he's 29 years old, so he's with into Miami in the USA, uh, he, having moved back recently from. Europe, And we're going to see there are a few players who have done this. Uh, he was with Galatasaray in Turkey and uh, uh, Newcastle in England from 2016 to 21. Uh, Tottenham before that. And he had moved over in 2015 from the Seattle Sounders in the USA. So he's a very fast runner. And um, and he might play as a midfielder so uh they may actually um uh put uh des and deandre led yedlin on at the same time just in different positions uh yedlin um was a sub in the 2014 world cup and uh, a starter in the 2015 gold cup however he lost his starting position after the first game there And um, he was a a starter in the Copa America in 2016. However, uh, he wasn't uh, on any of the uh, tournament squads since then. Now, I should say in 2017 and 2021, uh, they pretty much sent a B team. So um, it's not necessarily a strike against him that he wasn't chosen. In fact, it may mean that he was on the A team, which he probably was. In uh, 2019, they sent an A team to the gold cup, but he was, uh, he was suffering with an injury. So um, he underwent surgery in May 2019, so wasn't available for the cup. So yeah, seems to be um, um, at least on the bench. Uh, here and starting a few games so a strong uh, or a likely candidate and our third likely candidate is Reggie Cannon so he started uh, four of their 19 games since the 2021 20, Gold Cup uh, three of those were the, uh, three of those games though were among the last four so I don't know whether that's a good sign or a bad sign on the one hand recent games uh, is good uh, on the other hand, those seem to have more been friendly. So he wasn't that involved in the World Cup qualifying games. Um, but anyway, he was subbed in for one game and on the bench for four. And he, uh, he's he been struggling a bit too with injury. Was out also with coronavirus for a few games. So a bit hard to put a finger uh, on his chances. Uh, Reggie Cannon has been with the team since 2018 and has 27 caps and one goal. And he's uh, 24 years old. And he plays for Boa Vista in Portugal, having moved in 2020 from uh, FC Dallas in the USA. So uh, he was a, a sub in the 2019 Gold Cup. And um, he was on the squad for the 2021 uh gold cup too but uh he was uh just a sub there as well uh, actually wasn't even on the bench for the first two games so maybe there was some kind of a problem there but he did start in the final and um yeah reggie cannon uh so we have him as a likely candidate but that's pretty tough competition he's up against uh joe scaley i say he's possible Uh, uh, Joe Scali or Scali I'm not sure to be honest I say he's possible because he came in uh, at the very end there so his first appearance was on the bench in November 2021 uh, and he just started one of their games that was in June And he was subbed in for another and was on the bench for three. So seems to be kind of working his way onto the bench. And maybe a bigger claim than his participation is that he plays for uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach in Germany uh, since 2021. So he's just 20 years old. Uh, the cup may come a bit too soon for him, but he's a candidate to look at in the future, and um, we have him as a possible just because it was uh, uh, he's been involved recently. Uh, Shaquel Moore um, has only started two of their 19 games since the 2021 Gold Cup, and he was subbed in for two, uh, but not selected for. Uh, 15 of those matches but he was a starter in his first tournament the 2021 gold cup and uh, and uh, he scored uh, 20 seconds into that game against canada so i have a bit of a grudge against him but um, he's just doing his job i suppose and it wasn't a personal attack on me Sorry, I just needed a bit of time to get over that. Okay, well, he's been with the team since 2018, but those Gold Cup matches um, and and the two since 2021, uh, well, that should give him seven caps, but I have him here for five. But anyway, it's around that. And he plays for Nashville in the USA. He is a player who returned from uh, uh, Europe himself. Uh, He played for Tenerife and Levante in Spain. Uh, from 2017 to 20, uh, 2022. So um, uh, nevertheless, he seems to be struggling to make it onto the squad and is one of the ones where the uh, uh, being a starter in the Gold Cup didn't necessarily um, uh, give him a start on the A-team there. So possible but unlikely. Uh, Julian uh, Araujo, I'm, I'm saying that horribly, I know. Uh, he seems to be off the squad, but um, uh, he was selected for the preliminary squad for the 2021 Gold Cup. And he has played uh, three, uh, uh, three games for the team since 2021. And he is uh, 20 year, 21 years old. He plays for LA Galaxy uh, in the USA. Uh, oh, no. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Um, I've made a mistake there. He plays for Mexico. So he is another player who uh, went to Mexico. He did play one game for the USA and uh, has since committed to Mexico. So uh, another player who they've lost to Mexico. Uh, Brooks Lennon, his first and only appearance was a start in a December 2021 friendly. Uh, So he just has one cap and uh, plays for Atlanta in the USA uh, not likely to make the squad there uh, and Brian Reynolds uh, is of interest because he uh, he is uh, with Roma in Italy so he has uh, two caps for the uh, US team since 2021 he actually um uh, he actually returned after a six month absence in December 2021 Uh, But he didn't start any games, but uh, he was uh, subbed in for one. Uh, So, uh, yeah, the most interesting detail there is that he is um, on the roster of Roma. So, uh, again, quite a few candidates to deal with. And a bit of a headache. I'll tell you how it's gone down uh, since uh, the Gold Cup. So it was Shaquille uh, Shaquille Moore uh, in the Gold Cup. But uh, Reggie Cannon replaced him in the final. And since then, in the World Cup qualifying games, it's been Serginho Dest about half the time. Uh, Yedlin playing about uh, five of the 14 uh, World Cup qualifying games, five or six, I think. Uh, And he kind of came on a bit more towards the end. And actually, Shaquille Moore did make it back uh, to play two of them. Uh, and even Tyler Adams kind of got in there i mentioned he had uh, he had made an appearance as a right back and uh, cannon played one and in those four games in june uh cannon played two uh two of them and uh yadlin played one of them i think it was uh dest in the other um so yeah very kind of unsettled position it seems like dest is the front runner there but uh yadlin uh, not too far behind and then several candidates kind of uh, um, possibilities for the position. All right, well that brings us to the end of defenders and we are going to move on to talk about the midfielders. Uh, we do have a category for general or versatile midfielders uh, we don't have anyone actually uh, coded that way. Uh, However, I should say uh, USA players have been uh, fairly fluid in the midfield. Um, They have the 4-3-3 formation, so the right midfielder and the left midfielder are often filled by, say, an attacking midfielder or a winger or something like that, Um, but um, generally the categories will serve us fine here. And I'll mention if somebody regularly plays out of position. So for defensive midfielders, we have uh, a definite candidate in Tyler Adams and a possible candidate in James Sands. And uh, if you recall, I mentioned him um, moving um, back into central defense for uh, at least one of his games there. Uh, Tyler Adams uh, started 15 of their 19 games since the 2021 Gold Cup and he subbed in for one other and was not selected for three. He's been with the USA since uh, 2017 um, and has 30 caps and one goal uh, and he's only 23 years old. Um, For those on YouTube, you'll see his name in grey rather than in black here. Uh, That indicates that he hasn't uh, played in a tournament. Yeah, so despite being on the team since 2017, uh, hasn't been in a tournament. Um, I'll get to that in a second, but first I'll give his club history. He's uh, recently moved to Leeds United in England, so along with Brendan Aronson and and the American coach they have there, uh, kind of creating a little little America uh, at Leeds. He was with uh, RB Leipzig in Germany before that, and he moved over to Europe after playing for the New York Red Bulls in uh, from 2016 to 18. So he was injured for the uh, 2019 Gold Cup. So he was actually selected for the final squad there, but um, an injury prevented him from actually uh, playing in it. And for the 2021 Gold Cup, uh, wasn't even on the preliminary squad, but again, there's that A-team, B-team thing. And judging by his recent performance and his number of caps, uh, he seems to be on the A-team here. So we have him as a definite candidate as he was uh, the central midfielder in most of the World Cup qualifying games. On to James Sands. Uh, he's just started one of their 19 games since the 2021 Gold Cup, but he was on the bench for six of those and not selected for 12. Um, So that makes him kind of a possible candidate. He uh, first uh, played for the US in 2021 and has seven caps and zero goals and is 22 years old. He's currently with uh, New York. uh, Well, he's on the roster of New York City FC in the USA, but is actually on loan to the Rangers in Scotland uh, since 2022. So another player um playing in europe there and he was on the squad for the gold cup uh, 2021 he was subbed into game one and then gained gained a starting position uh for the remaining games uh he lined up there as a central defender so that's why uh we mentioned him there in um when we were talking about central defenders so adam uh, tyler adams and james sands But that position, uh, especially in the 4-3-3, kind of blends in with central midfielders. So um, uh, I'll just kind of go over in summary of defensive midfielders, uh, central midfielders. Uh, It was Ewell and then Busio and then Kelling Acosta in the cup. Those are all central midfielders. Uh, Tyler Adams um, uh, played in the center of the midfield. Uh, most of the time, but sometimes Acosta and Sands came in once. <coughs> okay, so on to central midfielders who sometimes um, fill the role in the very centre of the pitch too. Uh, for um, We have Callan Acosta as a likely candidate and uh, Christian Roldan also as a likely candidate, but I kind of wonder... Uh, if he actually is going to make the squad. We'll get to that in a second. And we have uh, Sebastian Leggett as possible but unlikely, and Gianluca Busio as uh, possible but unlikely, Johnny Cardoso also. And then uh, players who seem to be off the team are Cole Bassett, uh, Eric Williamson, and uh, Jackson UL. Uh, And we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Michael Bradley, who um, I'm going to put as retired um, because I'm not sure he'll make it back to the national team at this point, but um, someone to talk about there. So going back to the top of the list, uh, we have Callan Acosta, and he started eight of their 19 games, not always in the central midfield, but uh, maybe as a right or left midfielder, and um, Started eight and subbed in for seven and was on the bench for three. So there was only one game that he wasn't selected for. And he's been with the team since 2016 and is one of their most senior players there with 52 caps and two goals. And he's uh, 27 years old. He plays for uh, Los Angeles FC and Colorado Rapids and FC Dallas before that. So always in the USA. uh he was part of the squad for the 2017 gold cup actually a starter for most of the games or at least uh, four of the six games and uh, but he wasn't on the 2019 uh, gold cup squad uh, but he was on the 2021 gold cup squad and was a starter in five of the six games um for that tournament so uh, again uh, a bit of um a bit of uh, uncertainty as to whether that Gold Cup squad was really uh, a B team because a lot of the players seem to be uh, being used uh, during the um, World Cup qualifying even as a starter. So he's a likely candidate to make the final squad. Uh, Christian Roldan is uh, categorized the same way, even though he started just one of their 19 games since the 2021 Gold Cup. Uh, he was subbed in for six, though, and on the bench for 11. So he, too, was, uh, was only uh, left off the squad for one game. Um, he earned his first cap in 2017 and now has 32 caps and is 27 years old. And he plays for the Seattle Sounders in the USA. So um, the reason I think he he might be at at risk of not making the squad is uh, just because he started one game. Uh, Although he has kind of been on the bench regularly. Uh, The other reason I think so is because they have so many candidates uh, for the position that uh, there are gonna be a couple of players possibly even likely candidates who aren't going to make it, which we'll talk about later on. Uh, he was part of the Gold Cup 2017 and 2019 squad, as well as the 2021 squad. And um, uh, he wasn't a starter in any of them. So he was a sub in uh, in 2017 and just uh, started uh, one game in both 2019 and 2021. So he always uh, kind of seems to be on the sidelines and yet is regularly there. So um, that's the story of Christian Roldan. Uh, moving on, we have Sebastian Leggett, uh, although we have him as um, uh, unlikely here. So uh, he's he started two of their 19 games since the 2021 Gold Cup. Uh in for two more and was on the bench for four, but he wasn't selected for 11. And the reason we have him as unlikely is uh, that includes the last seven matches. So um, his, his caps, his actual appearances on the field, were in four of the first five games of qualifying. So it looks like he was kind of there at the beginning. Uh, again, another player who came off uh, the Gold Cup, being a starter in the Gold Cup uh but he didn't uh, kind of last uh much beyond the few games into gold cup, into world cup qualifying so sebastian Leggett is uh with the team since 2017 and has 33 caps and a fairly impressive uh, eight goals and is uh, 30 years old he plays for fc dallas in the usa and was with new england and la galaxy before that but he was also with west ham in england from 2010 to 15 uh, and the 2021 gold cup was his first gold cup despite having been on the team since uh, 2017 it was an injury that prevented him from um, Uh, playing in the 2019 gold cup a hamstring injury but he was a starter in 2021 and uh, yeah we kind of thought that he may be one of the players that makes it to the um, A team playing in the world cup qualifiers and it seems like he did for the first few games but then has dropped off and doesn't look like he's in the picture that much now. Uh, Gianluca Busio uh started one of their 19 games since the 2021 gold cup and he subbed in for two and was on the bench for two um, and, and uh, again uh, a player who was in the gold cup and um, kind of lasted into the world cup qualifiers but ultimately he wasn't selected for 12 games including their last seven matches so he's a, uh, of italian background and Uh, recently moved over to play in Italy for Venezia. And uh, before that, he was with Sporting Kansas City uh, in the USA. And I should have given his bio information before that. Uh, He's been with the uh, national team since 2021 and has nine caps, uh, most of those in the Gold Cup. He's only 20 years old, so uh, he's got um, many years ahead of him. Uh, Actually, in the Gold Cup, he was subbed into game one and then gained a starting position uh, for the next four games, but lost his starting position for the final there. Uh, So Gianluca Busio, again, recently out of the picture, and with the amount of competition uh, for the squad, that doesn't bode well for him uh, reaching the... Uh, reaching the World Cup squad Johnny Cardoso probably has uh, even less of a chance but we have him in the same category as possible but unlikely he returned from a two-year absence in December of 2021 uh, and started just one game one of the remaining 11 games and uh, that's it so uh, actually I think um, I should have put him in the well he doesn't seem to be off the squad but it's barely uh, in it a, b- a bit of an interesting um club affiliation for him he plays for international international in brazil and has done so since 2019 and he joined the usa squad in 2020 and has three caps uh, again he he may come back into the picture further down the road because he's just 21 years old but um it doesn't look like he's done enough to make a bid for this squad uh okay moving on to the uh, players who seem to be off the uh squad uh we have cole bassett so he just has one cap in 2021 although he did score a goal in that cap and um yeah he basically uh hasn't appeared in any of the last 10 games so december 2021 Uh, was his last cap, just like Johnny Cardoso. Uh, uh, Eric Williamson uh, last appeared for the national team in the 2021 Gold Cup. So he was a sub in that cup and uh, hasn't made the team since. So we won't spend... Uh, too much time on him. Uh Jackson Ewell, I probably should have put before those players because um, he's been involved a little bit more. He didn't start any of their games since the 2021 Gold Cup and just uh, got one appearance as a sub and one time on the bench. So um he's missed the last 10 matches. He missed 17 of the 19 in all, but that includes the last 10. So he seems to be uh, off the team. He was a starter in the 2021 gold cup but he lost his starting position after game one and just made a couple of appearances as a substitute uh in games two and three there so um yeah despite starting in the gold cup uh his his fortunes have kind of gone downhill since finally we have michael bradley who's a real veteran for the team and he's gonna be a part of a little story we have about veterans. Now I won't go through his long history uh, with the US national team because he seems to be uh, off it. He's 35 years old and has 151 caps and was the captain of the team. And he's still active at the club level, still playing for Toronto as he did since uh, 2014. And he was with Roma in Italy. Uh, before that so he's got a long and storied career uh, but I'll just jump to the end he was the captain of the squad for the 29, 2019 gold cup and so was a starter uh, in that cup but um, uh, but that was was that his last appearance yeah 2019 anyway was his last appearance and um, not so surprising there because he is uh, 35 years old, but we have a couple of uh, some of their more veteran players who aren't uh, quite so old anyway. Uh, he seems to be off the team. So it's very doubtful that we'll be seeing um, Michael Bradley, but he's part of a bigger picture where they seem to be moving away from uh, their veterans on the team. So, um, just to kind of review them as a group. Oh, I think I already did that. Uh, Basically, it's Tyler Adams playing in the center of the field and uh, other players, especially uh, um, Acosta uh, in recent times coming in. Acosta also plays on the left and right. So he's seeing more game time, although uh, not necessarily in the center of the field. All right. Well, that brings us now to talk about left and right midfielders. And honestly, these positions are usually played uh, by someone other than a left or right midfielder. So case in point is the left midfielder. The only player designated as a left midfielder is Christian Pulisic. However, he plays more as a left winger or a left forward. And so uh, ironically, the one player who's designated for that position uh is is the one player who's not playing it and the the players in that position and it's always there it's the uh the left side of the midfield in the 4-3-3 um is being played by um um some other players so they're going to come a bit later so uh we won't deal with them here but i'll mention uh as we go through the uh the right midfielders and attacking midfielders, who, who is playing in that position. So uh, for right midfielders, we do have a couple of candidates. Oh, hang on, I'm supposed to deal with Christian Pulisic here. So even though he's designated as a left midfielder, um, keep in mind that he's a, a winger or a left forward uh, much more often um, in the 4-3-3 formation. So Christian Politics probably their, uh, their biggest name um, on the team. And he started 10 of their 19 games since the 2021 Gold Cup and was subbed in for three. But he was injured for three and not selected for three others. So not always selected. And um, he's been with the team since 2016 and has 51 caps and an impressive uh, 21 goals there and he's still quite young at 24 years old and um, most American fans will know that he's with Chelsea in England since 2019 and he was loaned a couple of times to Borussia Dortmund um, in Germany and actually came came through um, Borussia Dortmund's youth club after having been on a couple of youth teams in the United States. So, uh, he was, uh, his first tournament was the Copa America Centenario in 2016, but he was only subbed in, uh, for games in that tournament. There was a lot of kind of hype about the 17 year old Borussia Dortmund player at that time, but, um, he didn't kind of live up to that hype, uh, um, uh, no, no, I don't mean that insultingly, just uh, it's a lot of pressure and a lot of players don't. Uh He wasn't part of the Gold Cup 2017 squad. As I've said, they kind of brought a B team to that cup. But uh, they brought their A team to the 2019 cup and he started all six games there uh, except a the B team game in game three. And there he kind of did live up to the hype uh, more. He scored three of their goals and... Um, uh, actually played really well in the tournament so uh, what was hoped of him in 2015 uh, 16 he delivered in 2019 actually named to the team of the tournament and won the uh, uh, best young player of the tournament award uh, he wasn't uh, part of the 2021 squad again a b team and um uh not selected for that squad but of course he was involved in qualifying and um Uh, I've gone through his his, uh, appearances there, but he also scored five of their 21 goals and uh, that included a uh, hat-trick against Panama. So uh, the main concern with Christian Pulisic is um, as good a player he is, he doesn't get on the field that much for Chelsea. So a bit of a concern about whether, you know, he's actually played enough games to be uh, fully fit. He certainly has the talent but um, uh, we'll be watching to see between now and the world cup uh, how much he actually is getting on the field for chelsea all right it's time to move on to uh, right midfielders and we have uh, luca de la torre coded as a right midfielder who we consider a, a likely candidate and we also have Weston mckenney who uh, also is a likely candidate. Well, let's talk about these two players. And um, uh, Luca De La Torre uh, started three of their 19 games since the 2021 Gold Cup and was subbed in for five and on the bench for four. So uh, there were seven games that he was not selected for. And he's been with the USA since 2018, but has trouble kind of breaking into the squad. So only has 11 caps but he's 24 years old. So has a bit of time on his side there. He's currently with Celta de Vigo in Spain and he played for Heracles in Netherlands and uh, Fulham Fulham in England. It was actually with the Fulham Youth Club there in England. Uh, He hasn't been involved in any tournaments uh, so far. So um, 2019 and 2021, uh, not participating in those tournaments. Uh, not selected, actually, even for the preliminary squad in either of those. Uh, moving on to Weston McKinney, he started eight of their 19 games since the 2021 Gold Cup. He was subbed in for three and injured for three and not selected for five others. Now, I do know in his case that uh, for some of the games, he wasn't selected because he broke uh, COVID protocol. I think he broke it uh, once, which wasn't viewed. uh uh, as seriously as when he broke it a second time so uh, got in a bit of trouble for that and I think um was was kind of notably not selected for a couple of games because of that uh, he's been with the USA since 2017 and he has 35 caps and nine goals and he is also 24 years old and he is now with uh, Juventus in Italy actually that was last year in 2021 when he moved over and was with Schalke in Germany from 2017 to 2021. He was with Schalke's Youth Club also having moved over from the FC Dallas Youth Club to the FC Dallas Youth Club in USA. His first tournament was also the 2019 Gold Cup. I don't know why I said also in that sentence but was the 2019 gold cup and he started all six games again uh, except for that b team game number three and he scored two of their 15 goals and made a bit of an impression in that cup and um is part of the a team so he he wasn't selected for the uh 2021 gold cup but was uh more viewed upon as a player likely to play in the um World Cup qualifiers, and he didn't as much as expected. So uh, we have him as a likely, but not as a definite candidate. Okay, so we're just going to kind of uh, quickly review left and right midfielders. I'm thinking of these uh, uh, kind of in a more defensive, a more defensive role, and that's why we put uh, Christian Pulisic more as a as a winger or a, more of an attacking midfielder. Um so uh the position as i say of right midfielder is played by a lot of different players it was uh, sebastian leggett in the cup and um, McKenny was there a few times and kellen am talking about the left side here and um uh, de la torre was there uh aronson musa busio all of these players have had a turn so it seems to be kind of a fairly uh Uh, open spot. Even uh, Bello, the the left back, had a turn there. Uh, So this position seems quite undecided, but the top candidates seem to be uh, Musa, who we haven't talked about yet, Acosta, and attacking midfielder Brendan Aronson, who we also haven't talked about yet. But um, left midfielder, quite undecided. For the right midfielder on that 4-3-3, it's... um, uh, it was uh, Acosta twice in the cup and Busio twice uh, in the cup. Williamson also played there once. Since the cup, um, it was kind of Kellen, Acosta, and McKenney a few times at first, but uh, Musa uh, increasingly made the position his own. Um, and uh, McKenney uh, seemed more like a backup for that position uh, as it went on however in the last four games those two friendlies and two nations league games uh it was different player every time Aronson, McKenney, de la torah and musa so you know musa seems to be kind of the favored uh player there and i, I kind of see mckinney as the backup but uh, both for left side and right side uh, both filled by a lot of different players so uh, i would say uh, kind of undecided. Okay, we move on to uh, wingers now. So we're kind of uh, moving into the attack, uh, and we do start with uh, uh, Yunus Musa, who is classified as a right winger, kind of the uh, inverse of um, Christian Pulisic there, because he tends to play uh, in the in the middle line, whereas uh, Pulisic plays in the forward line, um, and they're coded. Uh, 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 opposite to what they really should be, uh, as far as their more recent gains have been have gone. So Yunus Musa uh, is a definite candidate as a uh, right uh, winger. I realize I I, I didn't do left wingers first, but I'll finish with this and come back to left wingers. Um, so we have Yunus Musa as a definite, at least definitely on the field. Uh, wherever he ends up playing and uh, Jassie um, I think he's classified formally as a forward but I have him as a winger uh, because over the tournaments he's played he's played as a winger more than as a forward so I'm dealing with him uh, here it's kind of my own classification system based on what they've done in tournaments uh, I have Jassy Zardas as a possible And I have Jonathan Lewis as a player who seems to be off the squad. So we'll go through those and I'll just move left-wingers under that just so I don't forget to talk. They only have one player as a left-winger. Anyway, so Yunus Musa started 13 of their 19 games since the 2021 Gold Cup and was on the bench for two of those and uh, not selected for six others but three of those were the first three matches so he seems to have come into the team uh, more and more Uh, his first cap was in 2020 and he's amassed 19 caps since then uh, and is just 20 years old so really working his way into the team he plays for valencia in spain and was also uh, with their b team and youth club uh, before that. He was also with the Arsenal uh, youth club. So um, he was born in the USA to to, uh, Ghanaian parents who were on vacation in the USA, but because of his time uh, with youth clubs in Italy and England, uh, he's also eligible to play for them. So he he was eligible for USA, Ghana, England, and Italy, and uh, threw his hat in Uh, with the USA uh, here and looks like he's doing well with the squad. He's actually never played in a tournament. His first cap was in 2020, but has made uh, excellent inroads since then. Uh, Jassy Zardas is a a veteran with the team. He started two of their 19 games since the 2021 Gold Cup and was subbed in for four and on the bench uh, for one. So he wasn't selected for nine matches, including the last seven. So that makes him just a possible candidate uh, in our minds. So he's been with the team since 2015 and has 67 caps. So I think he's the second most capped player among the ones that are on the menu for us here. And he has uh, 14 goals, which, uh, you know, as a forward wouldn't be... um, wouldn't be that much. But as I say, he plays as a winger a bit more, uh, even if he is coded uh, as a forward by some sources. Um, So he plays for Colorado uh, Rapids in the USA and was with uh, Columbus Crew before that. He's always played uh, in America. And I won't go into too much detail here, uh, but he was uh, with the team since the 2015 Gold Cup and he played in every tournament um every tournament since then uh as a starter every time although he didn't always uh start all the games it seems like he usually started about half the games especially in the the recent tournaments 2019 and 2021. so jazzy's artist uh, but again seems to be drifting out of the picture over the last um over the last uh let's say 10 games or so uh finally we have jonathan lewis who we consider to be off the squad oh last appeared for the uh, national team uh no uh sorry i must have wrong information there because he uh was a starter in the 2021 gold cup and um for game one but then he was uh relegated to the bench and didn't appear again and uh The note I have for him is wrong here. Um, I think he hasn't appeared since the 2021 Gold Cup, uh, Jonathan Lewis. So again, uh, we'll come back and give more information on him if he makes it back onto the team. He was a sub in the 2019 Gold Cup and um, also on the 2021 Gold Cup, as I said. So he only has seven caps since his first one in 2019, so it doesn't seem to be a player who's making a bid for the squad uh okay now i said i'd go back and do the left wingers and uh, for this position we have two candidates one uh likely in paul Ariola, and one possible no possible but unlikely in conrad de la fuente so uh let's take a look at paul Ariola. he's a, a bit of a veteran on the squad he um started four of their 19 games since the 2021 Gold Cup and was subbed in for four and on the bench for five. So uh, he was injured for three and not selected for three. Um, So I said he was a bit of a veteran. He's been with the team since 2016, which on this team uh, pretty much gives him veteran status and has 48 caps and 10 goals. He's uh, only 27 years old though, so perhaps... uh, Uh, not a full veteran. He has been with FC Dallas, uh, just moved there this year, in fact, uh, and was with DC United before that. And he did a couple of spells abroad uh, with Swansea in the English League and with Tijuana in Mexico, actually there for four years um, after graduating from the LA Galaxy Youth Club. Uh, His first tournament was in 2017. Uh, where he didn't appear in game one but gained a starting position and was also on the squad in 2019 and 2021. In 2021 though, he uh, played just 14 minutes of game one and then got injured and uh, he was out for the group stage but he returned for the games after that, uh, games four, five and six. Uh, however after the tournament he was also injured for three games so whether that was the same injury i'm not sure um but uh yeah again one of the players who um did make it from the gold cup squad onto the uh um the world cup qualifying squad so that a and b division is is proving to be not very clear uh yes and we have him as a likely uh, starter. He usually plays as a right forward in that 4-3-3 formation uh, when he's on the field. Conrad De La Fuente is also uh, categorized as a left winger. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'm thinking uh, uh, is is classified as a left winger, but he is playing as a right forward uh, in recent times. So uh, a bit um mis uh, categorized there um but that is his his uh listing on the websites on the sources that i use sorry uh conrad de la fuente uh started the first of their 19 games since the 2021 gold cup and then he was subbed in for the second game and on the bench for the third game and one other uh but then was not selected for the 12. Uh, others after that. So he was out with injury for three of those, but basically uh, involved in the early World Cup qualifying games, but um, but didn't last. So those three caps, um, no, he earned one cap in 2020 and those two caps. So he has three caps in total, but he's young at 21 years old. Uh, he's interesting because he's affiliated with fairly big clubs. He's on the roster uh, for Marseille in France since 2021, but he's been loaned to Olympiacos in Greece since 2022. And before joining Marseille, he was with Barcelona in Spain. So we'll see actually the USA has quite a few uh, club affiliations like this amongst their young players, uh, but they don't always make it onto the national team. And that seems to be the case with uh, De La Fuente here. So, uh, yeah, just to clarify the wingers' uh, situation, um, we have, I guess, players slightly out of position because we have um, Christian Pulisic, who's classified as a left midfielder, playing as the left winger or left forward in the 4-3-3. And we have Areola, uh, classified as a left winger, but playing as the right winger or right forward. Quite a bit of the time, and then other players are coming into the position, uh, especially forwards. So um, uh, we'll talk about Matthew Hop, Hoppy, and uh, DK, and um, uh, Brendan Harrison, uh, and uh, Timothy Way, and Jordan Morris uh, have all played in that uh, in in the, that position, and. Um, some of those guys have also come over to the right, so uh, they're fairly undecided. Uh, Pulisic on the left and, uh, and um, Ariola on the right are the ones who have played that position the most, but um, uh, both have been played by several other players. Okay, well that brings us on to the uh, actual uh, forwards and and I have attacking midfielders amongst them. So uh, the attacking midfielder who we consider definite is uh, Brendan Aronson. And we also have a possible candidate in Malik Tillman and um, possible also uh, Reyna Giovanni, but I'm also gonna put him in the injured category. And uh, possible but unlikely is Caden Clark. So we'll talk, uh, oh, sorry. And we're also going to talk about uh, players who either are or seem to be off the team, uh, Efren Alvarez and George Mihailovic. Okay, so let's go back to Brendan Aronson. Um, He... Uh, Sorry, he started nine of their 19 games since the 2021 Gold Cup and was subbed in for six, uh, injured for three. So he really uh, was uh, just one game where he wasn't called up. And he uh, plays for the... um, Sorry, I'll do his national team before his club teams uh he's been with the team since 2020 so he's very young just uh 22 years old uh but in that time he has 22 caps and six goals so seems to be quickly working his way into the team he is with leeds united in england as i mentioned before uh so together there with um Uh, the American manager and he was with uh, Red Bull Salzburg in Austria before that and he moved over from the USA. He was with uh, Philadelphia Union in 2019 and 20. So he uh, doesn't have any tournament experience. Again, kind of an A-team player who wasn't selected for the Gold Cup Um, but nevertheless has a lot of caps for the national team, uh, especially... Uh, since that Gold Cup, so we consider him a definite candidate. Uh, Malik Tillman got his first appearance as a substitute just recently in June 2022, and he didn't start any of those four games, the two Friendlies and the two Nations League games, uh, but he was subbed in for two and on the bench for one of them. And he may be of interest because he is with Bayern Munich uh, in Germany, Uh, but currently on loan to Rangers in Scotland. So yet another American who's doing well in Europe. And he came up through the Bayern Munich Youth Club um, there. And uh, so, yeah, just two caps since 2022, but he could be one of those players. And there's always a couple who kind of uh, make it in right at the end uh, if their form is good going into the cup. So Malik Tillman, uh, one to keep an eye on there. Um, less, much less likely is uh, Caden Clark. Uh, he doesn't have any caps for the national team, but he did appear on the bench in December 2021. Uh, but uh, after that was um, uh, with the under 20, with the under 20 team uh, for some of the games and then not selected for for most of them. So uh, again, his club affiliation is, is more of a, uh the reason he is interesting here he's with uh Leipzig RB Leipzig in Germany since 2021 and he was on uh loan to the um, no he's on loan to their affiliated club the uh New York Red Bulls uh so he's back in the United States but on the roster at Leipzig still so just uh 19 years old there so he's probably more a name for the future Uh, than for this cup. However, um, 20-year-old Giovanni Reina uh, was um, expected to be, uh, I heard on a couple of podcasts, that he was expected to be a starter uh, for the World Cup squad here. But uh, things haven't gone so well for him. Uh, He started the first of their 19 games and uh, subbed in for three. But then he was out with um, uh, muscle injuries uh, uh, for seven uh, for seven games and again for the last four matches and wasn't selected for four matches in between. So um, it looks like he was a candidate but um, has been struggling with injury and whether he'll overcome that injury in time for the cup uh, is still up in the air. He does have 12 caps and four goals since 2020. Uh, which is when he earned his first cap. And he's with Borussia Dortmund in Germany, so a very good uh, club affiliation uh, there. And he was with their youth club after he moved over from the New York City FC youth club. So he's definitely a name for the future, but uh, kind of uh, running into troubles coming into this cup. So we kind of have him as a likely candidate, uh, but also uh, an injury risk at the same time. Uh, Efren Alves, um, the USA was uh, wooing, but he is yet another player who uh, committed to Mexico uh, recently, and he actually played for Mexico in the 2021 uh, Gold Cup. So um, someone they were hoping to get, uh, but they lost out in this case. Mexico actually seems to be getting the better of them here. Um, And he's still playing in America, though, for the LA Galaxy, in usa but not going to be a candidate for america uh um for this cup or in the future now since he's he's cap tied with uh mexico uh, george Mihailovic um last played for the national team in december 2020 so he was on the gold cup squad and uh in 2019 uh but really not Part of the team since then so just a name to mention uh, still not completely out of the picture but uh, doesn't look good for making this World Cup so uh, attacking midfielders and um, as I say uh, Brandon Aronson kind of plays uh, sometimes in the in that three-man midfield or he may be in the uh, kind of attacking line also uh, we don't have anyone categorized as a secondary striker, so we will move on to forwards here. And this has been um, a position that they've really struggled to pin down. So uh, this is going to include outside forwards who, who may be uh, listed as wingers or they may be listed as forwards. We're dealing with the ones who are listed as forwards here. So we start with Timothy Wea. Uh, another son of a soccer great, uh, just like uh, Giovanni Reyna, was the son of Claudio Reyna, who played for the USA national team. Uh, Timothy Weah is the son of, um, of the uh, Liberian uh, uh, player, um, George Weah. And we have him as a definite candidate here. Uh, and we have Jesus Ferreira as a likely candidate and Jordan Morris as a likely candidate, and uh, Ricardo Pepe, um, a possible candidate, as well as Haji Wright, a possible candidate, probably less possible than uh, Pepe there, Pepe. Um, Cade Cowell we have as possible but unlikely, and then we have Jordan uh, sibachu or um, more recently I've heard him, called Jordan P. Um, so I'm not really sure which name is the right one to use, because I've heard both being used, but more recently, Peafock, and we have him as, uh, again, i got to put him in the uh, possible category, but also in the injured category, um, so we'll talk about him, and then we have a whole lot of players who seem to be off the squad, uh, players whose names I've mentioned already, but... Uh, haven't played recently, so uh, Daryl D K, Matthew Hop, and uh, Nicholas uh, Goyaccini, uh, Josh Sargent, and the veteran uh, Josie Altador, who are put in the retired category, although that may not be uh, actually accurate. So a lot of players to deal with here, and we'll begin with Timothy Wea. So. Uh, He started 11 of their 19 games since the 2021 Gold Cup and was subbed in for one and on the bench for one. So uh, he was injured for four and not selected for two others. So only two times that he was not um, uh, called up. Uh, uh, He's been with the team since 2018 and has 25 caps and three goals and is uh, 22 years old. And uh, he plays for Lille in, in France now, and uh, was with Paris Saint-Germain in France since two thousand and uh, from two thousand and eighteen uh, and nineteen. Although he was loaned out to Celtic in Scotland, uh, all of those teams are fairly, fairly good uh, club affiliations. Uh, he's never played in a tournament though. Um, he wasn't selected for the preliminary squads either in 2019 or in 2021 uh, but now he seems to have uh, established himself on the team i must say though uh, he's not the center forward but usually plays uh, as an outside forward uh, usually on the right so i think he is ahead of uh, paul Ariola in the pecking order uh, there but he does move around the field more than Ariola does uh, jesus ferreira is um uh started 6 of their 19 games since the uh since the gold cup uh, and was subbed in for 5 and on the bench for 2 so the only matches he wasn't selected for were the first 6 matches of those 19 so seems to be working his way uh, into the squad and um has been on the team since 2020 and has 13 caps and 7 goals does the 22 year old. So four of those goals came, uh, I believe it was the nation's cup game, maybe against Granada. Anyway, uh, four of the goals were uh, in one of those recent games in June uh, not World Cup qualifying games, but um, I believe the nation's cup game. So he plays for uh, FC Dallas in the United States. And I think I said he's 22 years old, so quite young there and a likely candidate the other likely candidate is jordan morris so he started three of their 19 games since the 2021 gold cup he was subbed in for six and on the bench for one and he was injured for six so he's been struggling with injury uh quite a quite a uh quite a bit in recent times but when he's fit he does well for the team Uh, He's been on the team since 2014 and has 38 caps and 11 goals and is uh, 28 years old now. His first tournament, uh, despite being on the team since 2014, uh, was in 2017 and um, he started some games there kind of subbing into half the games and starting half the games. He scored three of their 13 goals in that tournament and was named to the team of the tournament. So did uh, quite well there. And similarly, in the 2019 Gold Cup, he kind of started half the games and uh, wasn't as outstanding uh, there. But he had come into the tournament um Uh, carrying maybe carrying an injury or recovering from an injury and that's been uh, kind of the ongoing story uh, with Jordan Morris Uh, an injury also prevented him from participating in the 2021 gold cup so he looks like a good candidate when he's healthy uh, but isn't often uh, or has kind of had bad luck with injuries as cups are approaching but he seems um, okay Uh, as far as this cup goes, and a likely candidate. I don't know if I mentioned his club history there, but he's been with the Seattle Sounders since 2016. Uh, Ricardo Pepe started nine of their 19 games since the 2021 Gold Cup and was on the bench for four um but i put him as a possible because he wasn't selected for the last four matches so he was kind of their savior in qualifying because they were uh, really struggling to score goals and uh, he came in from fc dallas uh, a very young player even now he's 19 years old so i'm guessing he was 18 when he came in and uh, you know kind of provided them the goals they need needed Um, Uh, He has 11 caps and three goals now, but I think his goal scoring kind of dried up after the first few games and uh, he kind of fell back into not being selected. So uh, his first cap, again, was in uh, 2021. I think it was... uh, either September or October games. So he wasn't around for the uh, 2021 Gold Cup. He was on the preliminary squad there, but uh, hadn't really made a name for himself. But he seems to have done so since. uh, Because since, uh, uh, or or this year in 2022, he made a move uh, to Groningen in the Netherlands and then to Augsburg in Germany. So it seems like his good performance in the early... Uh, World Cup qualifying games earned him uh, a step up in his, uh, in his club affiliations. Uh, Haji Wright is kind of the opposite story. Uh, he came on uh, just recently in June 2022, and he started one of their four remaining games and was subbed in for two and on the bench for the other. So involved in all four of those games, uh, the Friendlies and the Nation League games. Uh, so he has three caps. He got one goal there, and uh, it's not uh, it's not that young. He's twenty four years old, and he plays for Antillespor, Antillespor in Turkey. Uh, he made that move just this year, so a possible candidate. Uh, uh, Pepe, kind of seemingly on the way out, and Hadji Wright on the way in. Okay, uh, we'll deal with. Um, um jordan peafock first um i'll just move him up on the uh on the list here oh okay he's already there um jordan P. um started one of their 19 games since the 2021 gold cup and was subbed in for two and on the bench for three but uh he's a bit up in the air because he was injured Uh, for the last four games with an uh, abdominal muscle injury. Uh, But that does seem to be a kind of an injury that he would recover from in time for the World Cup um, if he's selected. So otherwise we have him as a likely, uh, sorry, as a possible candidate. And he plays for uh, uh, Union Berlin in germany that was a a move he made this year having played for young boys in switzerland uh, last year so he's been on the team since 2021 and has nine caps and one goal and is uh 26 years old so um he has a chance of making it and i'll go back now to uh Cowell cade who is possible but unlikely uh he got his first cap in december 2021 um and started one of their remaining 10 games yeah he was he was just actually a few players were brought in for that uh december 2021 friendly so it's a bit deceptive because i don't think any of them uh really made it onto the team after that he uh kate cowell was selected for the preliminary squad for the 2021 gold cup but um uh, didn't make the squad he's with the san jose earthquakes in the usa and he has just that one cap in in december 2021 uh but is 19 years old so uh, maybe we'll see him as a name in the future i'll kind of talk about uh uh the um players who seem to be off the squad uh together at least at the beginning here because daryl dk and matthew Hall. Uh, both made an impression in the in the uh, 2021 Gold Cup and were hoping that would translate over to uh, being on the, the, the A-team squad for the World Cup qualifiers, but it doesn't seem to have done so. In the case of Daryl DK, he subbed into Game 1 in the Gold Cup and then gained a starting position uh, after that. And um, Matthew Hopp kind of started some games uh, started four of the games and uh, subbed into one other. Um, so, you know, they both made a bit of an impression in the cup, and I'm sure their hopes were, again, of reaching the A team. Uh, but Daryl DK uh, hasn't appeared since the 2021 Gold Cup, and um, uh, Matthew Hoppe has uh, subbed in for one game and been on the bench for just two. So not uh, selected for, um, uh, not selected for most of the matches there, and for both of them the Gold Cup was their first uh, tournament. Uh, they've both been on the team since 2021 and have uh, eight caps and six caps respectively. And uh, Daryl DK is 20, 22 years old, and Matthew Hop is 21. So similar uh, kind of career paths there, even as far as both playing for a. Uh, second division English team, Daryl D.K. with West Brom in England. Uh, he did really well with Barnsley uh, on loan from Orlando City in 2021, uh, but I don't think he's doing as well with West Brom uh, now. Uh, for his part, uh, Matthew Hopp is with uh, Middlesbrough in England. He moved there this year from Mallorca in Spain and was with Schalke in Germany uh, before that. So... Um, both of them playing for uh, kind of smaller clubs in England. Nicholas Ghioaccini, I'm sure I'm saying that wrong, Um, is not dissimilar, actually. He, um, uh, like Daryl D. K., was part of the squad for the 2021 Gold Cup, although he was just a substitute and has not been called up to the team since that Gold Cup. So uh, I won't go into much detail on him. Uh, he plays for Orlando City in France, but is one of those players who was in Europe and came back because he was with Ken in France before that, uh, but doesn't seem to be on the squad anymore. Josh Sargent was a, a kind of a hopeful um Uh, didn't play in the gold cup because he was on the a squad and actually started uh, the world cup qualifying games started two of their 19 games in all um but those were i think the first two or at least two of the first three games and he was subbed in for one other but he didn't do well Uh, as i said uh, they were having trouble scoring goals and ricardo pepe kind of came in and solved the problem for a while uh, Josh Sardin couldn't couldn't seem to find the net, uh, so after those three games, he wasn't selected anymore. So um, he's currently with Norwich in England, and as far as I saw uh, in in the previous season, anyway, seemed to have similar difficulty scoring for them. Uh, and he was with Werder Bremen in Germany before moving to Norwich in 2021. So he's been with the U.S. since 2018 and has 19 caps and five goals. He's still young at 22 years old, but uh, um, he wasn't on the 2019 or 2021 Gold Cup squads. Uh, finally, we have Josie Altador and he's been a veteran with the team he's 33 years old now uh, so perhaps aging out but really it almost seems more of a decision to not go with uh with the veteran players so he has 115 caps and 42 goals and um, he hasn't appeared for the national team since the 2019 gold cup i believe He wasn't uh, part of the 2021 gold cup squad, although he had been selected for the preliminary squad. And uh, in the 2019 gold cup, he was uh, just a sub. So maybe has been drifting off the team, uh, uh, drifting off the team for a while. He was in tournaments all the way since uh, the 2010 world cup where he was a starter. Um, But actually in recent years, um from 2016 uh kind of uh struggling struggling for a starting position uh on the team although he was good in the 2017 uh gold cup so uh he was uh with toronto for a while and is now with the new england revolution and um I don't know why I'm talking about him so much because he's he's basically off the team. But we're going to have a little section on these uh, on these veteran players um, uh, coming up soon, actually, because we are finished our discussion of the uh, um, individual players. But I'll just kind of give a summary uh, of the forwards here. So uh, it was uh, Zardis Giassi uh, Zardis, who's classified as an a winger, and Daryl D. K. playing as forward in the cup. And then um, uh, Sargent and Pifok were kind of uh, quickly dismissed early in the World Cup qualifying. And as I said, Pepe kind of came in to rescue them with a few goals, but then he dried up too. So they've really been trying out uh, a lot of forwards uh, uh, since there. Uh, Jesus Ferreira is one of them. And in fact, he was the center forward for three of the last four. And uh, Haji Wright just played that position uh, in the last game. So um, kind of still struggling to find a goal scorer, which is why they've kind of gone through uh, so many players. All right. And that does bring us to the end of the uh, discussion of the player by player. So now we move on to kind of some considerations of the team and going back to the beginning, we noted uh, uh, in the takeaways from the previous podcast that uh, the USA has an overload of choices, and I'm sure the sheer length of that uh, player by player thing makes that clear. Uh, and just discussing a couple of the general issues there, uh, one was the status of gold cup players. So uh, it was kind of made clear uh, going in, and you can see through the choices that. Uh, that they were putting forward a B team there. Uh, one announcer during the Gold Cup said that uh, he thought only one or two players would would be on the A team playing the World Cup qualifying games. Uh, but we speculated during the podcast that it would compound the already difficult selection headaches that. Uh, Verhalter has and it seems to have done so because uh, a lot of those players or several of those players uh, did become considerations for the uh, A team and you wonder if it kind of creates friction uh, among the players uh, being called to play for their national team and perhaps expecting to, to start or to make the field and then finding that there are so many other players under consideration that they maybe don't get Uh, what's expected. I haven't heard anything uh, that that's the case, but uh, it kind of makes sense that it is, um, you know, that that the competition is so stiff that it may be disenchanting to some of the players. Surely disenchanted must be the veterans of the squad who um, it seemed at the beginning, I think in our previous podcast, we, we saw uh, players like Michael Bradley and uh, Josie Altador as candidates um, uh, to make the squad, uh, but they were uh, overlooked. Um, not overlooked was Tim Ream and John Brooks in the central defense or in the defense uh, however, they didn't last well on the on the squad. That seems to have been more of a performance issue. Uh, but whatever the reason it was, uh, it seems like the veterans are off the team. We're going to see later that um, as a consequence, it's a very young team because they don't have um, um, uh, kind of veteran players uh, raising the average age. Okay, we'll try to go uh, quickly through this because it's been a very long podcast. Uh, settled positions. So we have a few settled positions on the squad, but honestly, uh, not that many. And um, uh, I've noticed that they've made a lot of halftime substitutions uh, during their games, suggesting that they're trying. You know, the manager is trying to put as many players onto the field and satisfy uh, as many players as he can, or perhaps check out. Uh, a few players the outcome of it all is that there are very very few settled positions uh, on the team so when we go through the players at the end we'll we'll kind of keep an eye on that Uh, but there's been a lot of rotation and again I wonder kind of what that does uh, uh, for team spirit Um, yeah that kind of ties into uh, the the starting lineup comments that I was going to make so um from my estimate they only have i mean they have more starters than they do uh players starting in certain positions so there are a few players who are regularly starting but they're not necessarily starting in the same uh position um but we'll go over that at the end Uh that also brings up the question as who is going to be left out who is going to be disappointed Uh, Will it be those Gold Cup players? Uh, We've seen that the veterans are basically being cut from the team, Uh, but surely uh, a lot of the players who I presented as likely candidates here, uh, a few of those, uh, there won't be room for them. So um, again, I wonder uh, if you have disappointed players on the bench. Uh, or disappointed players for the national team um uh, how it affects the team spirit overall and finally we've seen that they have a lot of youngsters uh, in uh, playing in Europe and I'm going to spell that out soon uh, but is there any room for some of these talented youngsters who are actually playing for pretty big clubs uh, even in Europe um, it just seems like there isn't room for any of those and I'm talking about Um, many players who didn't even come up in our player-by-player review because they really haven't even been called up to the team uh, yet. Uh, We'll talk a bit more about that soon. Uh, Let's move on to uh, players. So um, I just want to make the point that Jurgen Klinsmann, when he was manager of the team, uh, you know, let's say um, uh, around 2010, to 2015 was calling for players to try to get on teams in Europe and saying that they needed more players playing in Europe. And now they seem to have uh, too many players playing in Europe and for good teams at that. And uh, some of them are basically being uh, overlooked by the national team just because there are too many players Uh, Kind of on the menu. So we're kind of going to go through uh, some of those players. And here I'm talking about uh, I've made a list of players who are playing for pretty good European clubs, but are not making the national team. So um, uh, I'll start with the ones uh, who were actually in the Gold Cup, and it looked like the their gold cup play would earn them a spot on the A-team, but it didn't. So those two would be uh, Matthew Hop and Daryl D K. Matthew Hop playing for uh, Middlesbrough in England and Mallorca and Chalke before that. I know I'm repeating uh, the the player by player information a little bit here, and Daryl D K, who uh, played for West uh, plays for West Brom in England and born. Barnsley before that but there are more illustrious teams yet uh veteran John Brooks I said in the player podcast had recently earned a move to Benfica in Portugal which is uh, a bit of a higher status club I think than uh, Wolfsburg in Germany and Hertha Berlin in Germany where he was before that so whether that move uh, kind of earns him um consideration for the national squad again um remains to be seen in the next uh in the upcoming games uh we have a defender right defender marlon posse whose name didn't come up in the player podcast he's with standard liege in belgium we have uh, brian kale who's with wolfsburg in germany all of these are, are fairly young players richard ledesma with psv eindhoven in netherlands ulysses lannes with wolfsburg in germany uh, Owen Atasawi with uh, Club Bruges in Belgium and with Wolverhampton uh, Wanderers in England before that. Kevin Paredes also with Wolfsburg. Uh, Austin Trusty with Arsenal in England, currently on loan to Birmingham. And uh, Brian Reynolds, uh, who is with Roma uh, in Italy, currently on loan to Westerlo in Belgium. And I have a whole bunch of other names who are kind of with lesser clubs, but still, you know, uh, recognizable clubs uh, uh, in Europe. I I think I have about eight more names here, which I won't go through. I'll just give an example of one uh, is Sam Vines, who was on the 2021 Gold Cup squad. He's with Royal Antwerp uh, in Belgium. So, you know, not not a really big club. But again, I think back to Jürgen Klinsmann's comment, uh, these players may have been trying to do what he recommended they do, playing for European clubs, and yet they can't find their way onto the American team. But as I say, uh, uh, most of them are young, so may may come up in the future. All right, we'll move on to uh, a bit of a talk about their... um, uh about their stats so i put together this little chart this is just my own uh thing and basically uh, i looked at their players and and um uh made a list and this this uh, first one will tell you why why this podcast is so long and i should have mentioned it at the beginning the total number of players called up since uh 2020 so um I'm doing this in comparison with other teams as I do these podcasts, so it kind of becomes uh, more and more interesting, really. And uh, the total number for the USA is a staggering 69 players. Um, um, we have, uh, Ecuador uh, has 66 players, that's a lot, but no other team uh, has uh, the next closest to that is 54 players, so 15 players less. So there are so many players under consideration for the United States right now uh, that it, it uh, explains the length of this podcast, but also explains the headache that, um, uh, that manager burhalter has. And he's bound to offend uh, a few of those players by not giving them the time that they expect. Uh, the other uh, the other uh, thing I have here is the total number of players under consideration. So for the United States, uh, no, sorry, I'm going to do, um, okay, I'll continue with this. Total number of players under consideration, uh, 37. So those would be candidates that are in the definite, uh, likely, or possible category. So I think it's 28 players that they can bring to the World Cup. So already we're well over that. So you know, at least um, nine of those players are going to be disappointed. Uh, you know, and that doesn't include players who who were considered unlikely. Uh, possible but unlikely or uh, players who might be brought back in from the cold or some of those young players I mentioned with European teams so as I say the coach uh, is going to hurt a few feelings there Uh, by comparison the average for the 10 teams I've done so far is 31.5 so uh, most teams have to cut a few players but uh, USA will have to cut a lot, and uh, kind of by contrast, the total players in definite or likely categories is 22, and actually this number is a bit um, above, uh, a bit above average, but actually in range. And how do we interpret this? Well, for some teams like Senegal and Canada and Qatar it kind of indicates a very steady squad that it's kind of the same players stepping onto the field uh, every time uh, and and uh, you know the the substitute players getting some experience however for the usa it seems more of uh, it seems more to indicate a difficulty in really figuring out who the definite and likely uh, players are um yeah, and I, 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 again, uh, repeating the same point that it's going to be difficult to actually uh, whittle down the squad uh, to 28 players, especially without hurting some feelings. So uh, USA is in range as far as that goes, but well above range in the other two categories. Uh, we'll look at the average age of the team. and um, For the USA, it's 24.2. So most teams fall somewhere between 25 and and, uh, and 27. The USA is uh, a year and a half younger than the next closest team. Um, uh, and that is probably explainable by having uh, cut what veterans they have. So we identified a few veterans in the uh, player by player part of the podcast, and we'll review those at the end. But uh, those players have been cut. So, more specifically, there they have uh, only two players that are older than 30 years old. So, uh, Giassi Zardis and Sean Johnson, who's just a likely, oh, sorry, just a possible keeper. So, most teams have several players who are in their 30s, and a lot of teams keep those, keep a few uh, older players on the team because they're they're kind of moral leaders on the team um and so america is kind of lacking that uh veteran player uh on the team um by contrast they have uh one two three four five uh five of their uh um possible likely or definite players are 19 years old or younger and um 11 of them are 21 years or younger that's 11 out of 37 players uh, so that explains the the youth of the team um, now whether this will be a benefit or or a liability for them uh, is a topic for discussion but um, um, just putting it uh, out there that it's a younger team than most uh, consequently the average number of caps, is uh, quite a bit lower than the average team. The average is um, uh, 26.4 caps. So their 22.2 caps is uh, one of the lowest of the teams that I've seen so far. So a very youthful team, but um, Again, it remains to be seen whether that has a good effect or a bad. The total number of goals among those 37 players is 107. Uh, That falls within range. But again, because they have uh, a lot of candidates, the average there is 2.9 goals per player. And that is on the low side because 3.5 goals per player is the average. So uh, it may be just because a lot of their goals Uh, may have been scored by players who are no longer under consideration, or the fact that they don't have a lot of long-term players who who haven't amassed a lot of goals. So you can make of the statistic uh, what you will. Um, Yeah, okay, let's uh, move on to Uh, A few of the things to watch, so this is uh, players and issues to watch for. So uh, in defense, I would say one of the big questions the manager has to answer, is it uh, Matt Turner or Stefan? Uh, Stefan's club affiliation uh, used to be the deciding factor, it it seemed, because um, he played for Man United and was the, the natural starting keeper. Uh, Well, now he's kind of drifting off the team a little bit, whereas Turner has gotten a position with Arsenal, so kind of a a club of similar stature. And uh, it looks like Turner is kind of uh, edging this debate, but uh, a very difficult decision for the manager. And and there we have it. Uh, Also in defence, Zimmerman and Robertson, that's probably the most stable part of the field for them. Uh, over the last, um, uh, including the 2021 World Cup and the games since. Um, and they have tried out a couple of other players in this position, which we talked about in the player-by-player player podcast. But the main thing coming out of this is that um, Robinson, Miles Robinson seems to be uh, injured So uh, they have to maybe uh, prepare a backup in case he's not back in time. And uh, we'll provide an update on his injury status. But it doesn't look good uh, for him making the cup. Uh, So the one stable kind of pairing they have on the field uh, looks like it might have to be broken up anyway. Uh, similarly, uh, in, in left defence, Anthony Robinson seems to be holding that position down quite well. But on the right side of defence, they have a real headache in um, uh, deciding amongst Dest, Yadlin, or Cannon. Now, these players actually don't move around that much. They may move up into the midfield or uh, Dest has moved over to the left side of defence Uh, once there but basically these three players are battling for one position and uh, you know um, um, (laughs) one of them's going to be offended uh, at least there so uh, a bit difficult similarly in the midfield uh, Moussa, McKenney and Aronson I I think we're talking mostly about the right midfielder position there because uh, Tyler uh, Adam seem to have locked down the central midfielder position. But uh, who are the right and left midfielders going to be? Musa um, McKenney and Aronson seem to be in the front running, although Aronson uh, may play kind of more attacking role. Um, and is there room for other players they've been using in that position? Uh, Kellen Acosta, De La Torre and Rolden. Uh, for sure. Um, You know, I doubt all six of those players uh, will be there. And certainly there won't be room on the field for all of them, although Roldan uh, has been playing mostly as a substitute. Um, But he's got to drop them. In the attack, Christian Pulisic uh, remains their kind of uh, key player. Uh, But there is a question about uh, his fitness because he hasn't been playing. um, He hasn't gotten on the field for Chelsea as much as he would be like. Now, Chelsea recently got a new manager, so um, Christian Pulisic will be hoping he can uh, make an impression and get more of a starting role under the new manager. And then perhaps their biggest issue of all is uh, settling on a starting forward. So uh, Hoppy and and Dk did fairly well uh, in the cup um but they didn't seem to make it onto the A team and um, they just uh, uh, couldn't find a player who could put the ball in the net. So they went through uh, Josh Sarant uh, and P Folk and uh, Pepe. Uh, Pepe provided relief for a time there, but his goal scoring kind of dried up. And they are getting goals from uh, from the other two forwards in that four, three3, so the left forward. Usually, Pulisic and the right forward, uh, either Weah or Ariola. Um, but yeah, uh, they really are struggling to find the the player. And I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of these uh, issues are kind of settled in the group stage of the cup. I mean, you don't really want to go in having to um, uh, having those decisions on your shoulders. But uh, a lot of times, those decisions kind of uh, do emerge from the cup but you wonder if they have enough time to really work them out because it it, it might take more than three games uh, in the group stage so they would need to pass the group stage okay let's take a look at some of the new players for the squad and again uh, if you want the details on them you can check out the full uh, full length podcast but um, we'll just mention names here so in defense uh, Cameron Carter Vicker Uh, seems to have come in he's actually been with the team since 2017 but only recently uh, has made inroads into the squad Uh, Tyler Adams who's a a kind of a fixture in the central midfield um, is a new player he's never played in a tournament and he's just 23 years old and uh, now is on Leeds uh, United so things are looking good uh, for him. Luca De La Torre we have as a likely candidate. Um, uh, sorry, going back, Carter Vickers we have as possible. Tyler Adams we have as definite. And Luca De La Torre we have as likely. So I'm only choosing from among those three categories because they have a whole list of players who uh, don't seem to have made it onto the team yet, but maybe candidates for the future. Uh, but this list would be too long if I went through uh, all of them i went through some of them with the uh the players in europe uh luca de La torre we consider a likely candidate uh he's 24 years old uh hasn't played in a tournament none of these players have played in a tournament uh musa is new to the squad and we consider him a definite candidate he's just 20 years old uh brendan aronson Uh, Also, we consider a definite candidate. He is uh, 22 years old, already has 22 caps since 2020. So uh, he's kind of um, um, earned a position on the team. Um, We mentioned Malik Tillman, who's with Bayern Munich in Germany, uh, as a possible candidate. He has never played in a tournament either. Timothy Weyer, we consider him a definite candidate. um he's 22 years old and has 25 cats so doing well for the national team um i should uh sorry i didn't prepare it but uh reina um is also on this list um i keep thinking claudio reina but it's the it's the son. Uh, anyway reina um, um Yikes, I have lost my spot. Uh, okay, we were just about finish finishing here. Um, Jesus Ferreira, uh, a likely candidate, and Ricardo Pepe, who uh, during qualifying looked like he, was, he would be uh, on the squad, but is now drifting off. So we only have him as a possible candidate. So again, that kind of goes away to explaining uh, the general youth of the team, the average age being... A lot younger than other teams and you can see uh, on youtube if you're watching that all of these players are in in gray indicating that they've never participated in a tournament before as far as injuries go we have uh, miles robinson who's a, a rather big concern probably um their biggest injury concern um and we're not sure if he's going to make it back to the cup in time um we have giovanni reina uh who's been kind of struggling with injury the whole time Uh, some thought that he would be a definite starter for the squad um definite starter for the squad um but is uh struggling with injury there's also uh, uh just a possible candidate but um uh, Central defender Chris Richards, who uh, um, is struggling with injury. And uh, I better move on because uh, I I don't think I listed all the players that were there. Anyway, we'll move on to uh, notable absences. And here I'm really talking about veterans who we've mentioned during the podcast. Uh, oh, sorry, uh, Sebastian Fox uh, sorry, Jordan Peacock was the player I was looking for. Uh, also a potential injury risk. We'll update these in the update podcast in November. Okay, let's um, um, talk about some of the players who are off the squad. So those veterans and uh, the first one is John Brooks. Uh, John Anthony Brooks. So he plays for Benfica uh, in Portugal, but... Um, Seems to be doing better at the club level than at the national level. He didn't do well in the first two games of World Cup qualifying and uh, was off the squad. Uh, Matt, Bia- Matt Miaska uh, probably you know, aged out. He he's 37 years old, but another veteran that um, is not is not available, and a third central defender in Omar Gomez. Eh, Omar Gonzalez. Um, uh, all, 34 years old. Uh, all of these guys are still playing at the club level but um, they've been uh, drifting off the team basically since 2019. Uh, Kim Reem, the left back, uh, again he started the World Cup qualifying and didn't um, uh, didn't prove himself it seems. And then we have the uh, captain Michael Bradley who um, you know hasn't been called upon and uh, forward Josie Altador. So that's where their their veterans have gone, most of them not being called up. um, And some of them uh, obviously retired. Okay, so now we are gonna go back uh, over the team, over the candidates, and uh, we're gonna predict the starters, but it's a bit of a difficult task uh, here. Okay, so of course, um, manager Bearhalter. well, there is a a bit of dissatisfaction with him, but it would be too late to change uh, now, so we consider him a definite. Uh, In goal, we can't really decide a starter, so we know that Matt Turner and um, Zach Steffen, uh, well, Zach Steffen a bit less so, but uh, will probably be on the squad, but we don't know which of them would start. I would give the nod to Matt Turner now, um, but things may change by the time the cup actually comes around. Uh, in central defenders, it, it, it was the, the one position that was fairly clear with the two central defenders. Um, so uh, Zimmerman, uh, Walker Zimmerman, and Miles Robinson. Uh, however, Miles Robinson is now an injury concern. Uh, So if he uh, turns out to not be fit for the cup, it'll probably be Aaron Long. Uh, But they have a whole bunch of other possibilities um, that they could choose from. And I would guess at least two of those would be chosen and two of them will be disappointed. Um, Okay, moving on to left back. Another position that's fairly decided is uh, Anthony Robinson, even though he's never played in a tournament. Uh, But he's been holding down the position quite well. And uh, George Bellow, uh, a possible backup there. I might move him up to likely since there doesn't seem to be any other candidates. But actually, I won't do that because other candidates may come from the other side of the field where they really have a headache. Uh, in de- deciding whether um, Serginho Dest, Deandre Led- Yedlin or Reggie Cannon who seems to be making his way back into the picture um, uh, are uh, going to be the starters. So I would imagine it's it, it would be Dest or Yedlin uh, but I do think uh, uh, Reggie Cannon is likely to make the team. So perhaps he or one of the others uh, could be the backup as the left defender. But I can't uh, say with any confidence which of them is gonna be the starter. And again, a few candidates there uh, that have an outside chance. Uh, Tyler Adam in the center of the midfield uh, is, is another position that seems to be nailed down by a player who's never played in a tournament, but he's been fairly consistent there in World Cup qualifying. And um, uh, again, uh, James Sands might be uh, selected, but it could well be uh, a selection of the central midfielders who um, uh, not only would play back up to Tyler Adams, but would act as the left or right um, uh, midfielders. But we have Kellen Acosta and Christian Roldan. I don't see either of those as a starter, even though they are likely to make the squad. And um, it's more the um, players from other parts of the field that I think are likely to play as the right and left uh, midfielders. So certainly, Christian Pulisic will be there. But ironically, despite being uh, one of the few labelled as a left midfielder, he's actually a left forward in their four-three-three system. But I uh, I imagine he will be a starter. Uh, I think Weston McKennie is more likely to be on the field, but where he uh, is on the field, uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not confident enough to say he'll be a starter, but I think he is definitely one of the most likely uh, uh, to make it to the squad and perhaps be a starter. I'm almost ready to put down Yunus Moussa, uh, who is actually classified as a right winger uh, to be the right midfielder. Uh, but if he's not in that position, I'm quite confident he'll be on the team. And um, I think Paul Areola uh, will be on the team, but I, I think he'll be in a substitute role uh, behind Timothy Whale on the right wing, uh, even though he's classified as a left winger. Um, we have Brendan uh, Brandon Aronson, and I think he will be on the field too, uh, he might play as a midfielder or as a forward, um, but he'll be in an attacking role, and I think he would be a starter. Uh, and among the forwards, uh, among the forwards, I think Timothy Weah will be a starter. But uh, it's kind of well known that the centre forward is really up for grabs uh, to whoever shows. Uh, to whoever shows form, uh, kind of like Ricardo Pepe uh, did during qualifying. They'll kind of clutch on to whoever is able to put the ball in the net. But um, I can't really identify anyone who who I would see as a starter yet. So you can see that uh, in my own difficulty uh, uh, selecting there, um, you know, why there's uh, just... uh, 22 uh, likely or definite candidates because there are so many candidates who might be available so a big headache for coach Bearhalter uh, not only in selecting the players who's going to bring with him but in selecting who the starters will be so i'm very interested to see how that will turn out and perhaps the games in september uh, will shed some light on that and the friendlies Uh, leading up to the cup. So we talked a bit about that uh, in our team podcast. Okay, as far as this podcast goes, it's finally time for us to finish. This was a mammoth podcast. So uh, if you've you've made it all the way through, um, good for you. I'm surprised that I did too. So that brings us to the end of this podcast. Uh, Yeah, keep in mind that we will be doing an update uh, in November. Uh, as new information comes out. So that'll be an update on the teams and players. We can go over some of these players and determine which ones are kind of definitely off the team, which ones who've been selected for the preliminary squad and for the final squad. And uh, keep an eye out for us at Soccer Files Canada, uh, Soccer Files with a PH in the middle and an S at the end. And you can check our website. Uh, oh, I should show that uh, in the picture here. Uh, it's uh, soccerfiles.captivate.fm. But don't worry, podcast listeners. All that information is in the show notes, as well as links to other podcasts that we've done on these teams and players. And so I hope you check that out. All right. We will see you in our next podcast, uh, our next player podcast. All the best. Bye bye. <coughs>